After finally arriving late to the city of Amberville, Thorbo, Gabo, and Zimbaxel were greeted by a hotel employee offering them a room paid for in full by their future employer. The three adventurers awoke the next morning being given instructions on how to open a small dimensional portal using a handkerchief they were given. Now the adventurers have stepped through the portal into some sort of interdimensional nexus to meet with the commander. The three of you, um, I have a small, important, very important mission for you. As you know, Ambervale has a lot of coming and going from various vessels of travel. Uh, in approximately two and a half hours, there were, will be an air barge that departs, carrying a large group of pedestrians to the refugee city Cloudhaven. Uh, there... An individual upon this vessel will exchange a very important item, and we can't let that happen. We need to possess this item to secure future pages down the road. So, what I'm requesting of you three is to travel aboard this ship in disguise, swap out the item, the briefcase in question, with a duplicate briefcase of exact same dimensions, style, uh, aesthetics in general, uh, without being noticed, and then return here back on the other air barge and uh, bring it to me. Simple as that. No fighting zombies. No killing, nothing. Just avoid being caught, and you will be compensated thoroughly. Hmm. Cool. Hmm. Sound good? And we get 100 gold for starting? 100 gold for starting, 200 gold upon your arrival back here with the briefcase. Sounds good to me. If this Very is good. so simple, why aren't you doing it? Yeah. I have many, many important matters. It is rather simple, and it's rather important. What are you going to be doing while we're doing that? Well, aren't you ambitious? I have no. many other tasks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have many other tasks that need to be handled and uh, managed and watched. Well, I, I cannot go into the specifics of it at this time. Um, mm -hmm. Although I do trust you, and I am happy to employ you, um, certain things need to be left... Uh, discreetly, as is the nature of this business. I imagine you three would understand like this. Yes, I'm going to be taking a two-day-long shit. <laughs> 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 I've been stopped up for about a month, and it's going to be hitting That's any moment now. Fine, are you happy? <laughs> yeah, I knew it. <laughs> yep. Okay. So he, uh, to his right, he has a bag. It is a bag a grandmother would would carry it's floral print um it has a, a wooden handle and it's very dusty and old and ragged looking and uh he opens it up and turns to you and says hey watch this and he pulls out a briefcase uh that is actually larger than the bag he pulled it from and he pulls out a cane pulls out a wig pulls out a baseball cap um, another wig, 
a couple sets of clothing and um, all of the contents that was in this bag probably takes up five or six times the actual volume of this bag. A baseball cap. So this is... <laughs> baseball <laughs> yes. Yes. You What's know, baseball? Yes. <laughs> um, yes, from the ancient city of base, they would have the competitions. The, yes, yes, the aces of base. The the mighty gladiators, uh, mm. also known as aces, would I, I remember uh, have I saw contests the sign, of, so. of, of, yeah, <laughs> of rolling up uh, spherical rocks up a steep mountain, and whoever got the highest uh, would win. However, the sun would get in their eyes, so this brim helps keep the the sun out of their eyes as they were rolling up the mountain. Uh, now it's just used uh, and worn by kids. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Good job. Um, <laughs> Have you ever uh, thought about turning it the other way? Don't, don't whoa, be preposterous. Whoa. What are you doing? You need to block the back of your head Ooh, from what the about sun. Sideways. What, are you afraid of your ears getting sunburned? What, what would be the means for this? Why? Fashion, baby. Fashion babies, yes. Yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> so he goes into detail about your mission. Um, he goes into detail about your covers as well. So, um, Gabo, your cover is Blanche Barrel Good. Uh, he gives you a large, uh, like platinum. Last name. <laughs> yeah, very creative, right? Yeah. Uh, a platinum blonde uh, wig. Uh, a large sun hat, um, some uh, some glasses, and a cane, and he actually gives you the bag. Everything came out of as well. Um, Thorbo, your alias is Jummy Thompson. Of course, um, <laughs> you are playing Blanche Barrel Good's grandson that she's taking to see the sights of the world. Um, because okay. because Blanche is a uh, halfling, you'll have to be playing a halfling as well, and he hands you a pair of large shoes to cover up your gnomish feet, a set of children's <laughs> clothes, a red wig, and a baseball cap. So um, why are we in disguise? No one knows who we are. Yes. Um, the documents required for traveling upon these vessels are very stringent. I had to take pre-existing documents for you to travel, and you're taking on the identities of three pre-existing individuals. So there's someone called Barrel Good. Yes, Blanche. Blanche Barrel Good. Yeah. Blanche okay. Barrel Good. Okay. Fine. Barrel Good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Zimbaxel, your cover is Marcus Plains. You are a Blanche's caretaker. He gives you a set of uh, orderlies, uh, clothing. Uh, a briefcase, the briefcase that needs to be swapped out with the identical briefcase on the on the ship, and just like a, a clipboard and a notepad for for taking notes as you as you would maybe as a as a caretaker. Uh, he goes in detail about the the mission itself. He says um, there is four levels of the ship. Um, only the second and third level are accessible by the general public. The bottom level is for cargo and maintenance, uh, and it's kind of like cruise quarters. The uh, third level, third level from the bottom, um, is for the general public, kind of the coach of the air barge. Um, there's 
no beds or anything. It's just kind of a big open area with a bunch of benches. Um, the second level, the level you'll be staying on, is the cabins. There's a number of cabins that you can rent out, generally for the more wealthy individuals. And um, you three have one booked. And that's where the other briefcase should be. Uh, one of the other passengers on the second level should have the briefcase um, as a carry-on, and it should be somewhere on that level, either in their possession or in their cabin or somewhere. And you are to um, traverse the that level stealthily without raising any suspicion, uh, and then swap them out, preferably right before it docks. That way they have less chance of noticing it's not the real thing, right? Um mm-hmm. And then on the top most level is the maintenance deck. These air barges um, use a combination of different technologies. Um, It's basically a giant flat boat with a multitude of hot air balloons up top. And that's where most of that's conducted, again, off limits from the general public. And that's also where the captain's quarters is. Um, And all of it's connected by one common uh, stairwell, all the the four levels. Um... I think that's everything. He also tells you that there's a very, very small chance that if it's not on the second deck, the deck with all the cabins, that it was brought to the cargo hole at the very bottom, in which you'll have to be rather resourceful um, to get down there without being noticed, because you should not be down there. Um, Only uh, employees of the barge should be down there. So... Um, he hands each of you these items. He does make note about the, the grandmother's bag, uh, that everything came out of. He mentions that this is a bag of holding. It can hold up to 300 pounds. Can I hold it? And, uh, it takes, uh, no consideration into volume, um, or anything. So you can put your entire backpacks or anything into this and smuggle them aboard without raising any suspicion. Your weapons. Can I go inside the bag? (laughs) <laughs> you can, um, however, uh, there is a finite amount of air, and you would have to, uh-huh. you would only be able to, to not suffocate for a few minutes. Yeah. Alright, I'm not gonna go in the bag. So, there's actually rules on this, I can look up the specifics, I think it's ten yeah. minutes, divided by the number of I occupants. I think it is, yeah. yeah. Never thought about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you actually, you, you can do it, uh, it's just very risky, because you can just immediately suffocate. Because you're in a little breaks, I think it. Then again, it, it would be hard for well. him to like fit in, depending on the back size. Yeah, yeah. L- luckily, like, he could probably put one a... leg in there. No, he could probably. Him being a gnome, he could definitely fit. He could probably fit uh, up to like an average-sized human. Anybody who's bigger than that, someone who's rose robust or like an ogre or Goliath or something, they probably wouldn't be able to get in get in there. They could probably put their head in there, but not their broad shoulders or anything. Yeah, um, yeah, I imagine you would probably die. Yeah, probably, probably die. Um, he also mentions uh, one last thing to you. Um, Zimbaxel, Thorbo, in in the mausoleum when that page was exposed, and in between him grabbing it. And um, it's exploding out of the monster and him grabbing it. You felt a kind of surge of magical energy. Um, A surge of magical energy that you may have felt a few times before, but have never really been able to explain it. Um, you, You two are more magically gifted than most. More 
anybody, basically. You get True. a lot of your magical abilities just innately. Yes. Whereas people like Gabo or other individuals usually have to study or practice, um, even if they have some minor innate abilities. <laughs> Nerd. Um, canonically speaking, or m on a metal level, what this means is you two are wild magic sorcerers. Uh -huh. So every time uh, from now on, you will have to roll whenever you cast a spell. Um, if you roll a one, something happens from the wild magic surge table. Yay. Um, as long as you don't roll a one, it won't happen. It can be good, it can be bad. Um, but the these godly magics that were imbued into this page um, have kind of amplified your innate abilities now. And it's causing um, these moving forward. So, um, and if you kind of interact with these objects in the future, more of them, different ones, it's likely that the likelihood of wild magic surges happening will increase. Mm. So just keep that. In Can mind. I have any compensation for workplace injuries? Uh, are you insured? Yes. No, you're not. You're not insured. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Didn't even get the deception check or anything. No, no. <laughs> uh, uh, he he does mention um, a program for its uh, more tenured employees. How there's workplace insurance and compensation. Um, but you're, you, the three of you are freelance, so you do not get uh, such privileges. Do you're more or less paid interns. Uh, okay, so a lawsuit. What level do you need to be at to get like a paid car and a paid phone and stuff? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, does um, this commander boy have identify? Um, Can I ask him about that. It's very unlikely. Let me roll. He does not. Okay. Um, he does mention to you though that um, most of the shops and things at Ambervale are open, and there might be some available um, that you could identify such objects. Um, for, you know, a price. Um, but, uh, he does not have the ability himself, no. Useless. So, useless. So, uh, any other questions about the mission, or any questions for the commander, anything? What was, uh, what was Thorbo's disguise name again? Jimmy. Jummy. Jummy. Jummy, Jummy Thompson. Jummy Thompson. Timson. He's my grandson. Yeah. He's your grandson, yeah. Okay, and Marcus is my caretaker, okay. Yeah, and the wig for you, Jummy, is uh, a red. A red oh, curly hair. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. Can his, can his hat have, like, the little propeller thing on top? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it does. <laughs> Great. It's four different colors, like quadrants. Thanks, uh -huh. everybody. Yeah. No, I, th I think I'm good with information. Okay. Yep, so he tells you um, it boards in about, about two and a half hours. He gives you like a rough time for you to go. Um, you'll board. You'll travel. The, the Cloud Haven's quite far away. It's, it's about a 12-hour ride. Um, so you have a, a good amount of time, but, you know, still be conscious of, of that there is a finite, finite amount of time. And then they'll dock, and then they'll reboard. You have a round trip. And then just come back with the briefcase for anyone is the wiser. Um, he shakes all of your hands, thanks you, hands you the hundred gold, 
and um, tells you to head back up the stairs and to say the same uh, phrase to the handkerchief and it will collapse. So, um, and the three of you are on your way? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very good. So, um, are the three of you, so you do have some time. Um, last night you did notice that on the square, um, there is, like I said, numerous shops that you could peruse today and you do have a little bit of time. Um, you're welcome to go ahead and get in your disguises now, or you can wait, um, to make, uh, to get into your disguise right before you board. But keep in mind, once you leave here, you're basically checking out of your room. So you won't be able to come back here to change. Um, I'm not changing until okay. I have to. <laughs> okay. I feel like Gabba would want to change though, just as soon as possible. It seems like his thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to, I, you know, I, I need to get into character as a uh, Absolutely. So um, I'm gonna go change. Others could take Blanche. take note from you. Launch. Uh, and what about what about using Baxel? Uh, I was wondering, uh, can I, can I do some kind of check to like figure out what something would be worth? Um, like an item you possess? Yes. Yeah. Um, you can. I will say, going up to like like just uh, a shop, a hunch, I guess. Uh, like, oh uh, yeah, sure. So I don't go into a Absolutely. shop like, okay, I want to sell this, but uh, I don't know what price. Yeah, it's way undervalued yeah. or, or whatever. Sure, yeah. Um, just roll and just give me an investigate check on it. Okay, I'm gonna do it on the engraved jewelry box. Sure. Um, 17. 17, yeah. Uh, it's very nice. It's a very nice box. Um, you estimate, you know, you see all the gems and stuff and, and you notice that they're most likely real. It's actually engraved as well. Um, what does it say specifically? It says, you're the only one I can trust. And, uh, on the underside of the lid. Uh, and, um, it, it seems kind of magical. It seems like there's some sort of presence or aura on it, which could be really good or it could be cursed. Not really sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you, you think it's pretty valuable, probably, uh, 15 gold at least. So I could do an Arcana check on it as well? Maybe. You can do an Arcana check, yeah. Uh, 14. 14. Um, you, you're not able to discern the specific nature of the magic. Um, you know it's not evil, and you know it, it, it probably has to do with something that the contents, of its original contents. Hmm, okay. So... From old man nettles. I like travel. I'm here to Everville. What are you folks doing here? Oh. Uh, old man nettles is, a, is aboard the ship and he blows your cover. Well, hey, friends. <laughs> um, okay, Throw so I'm, yeah, good. He can he can swim. He's half turtle. Um, he, he hits on you. Watch. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna head down to like the market and see if I can find like a arcanary place, like a magic someone where I think would have uh, identified basically. Sure, sure. Um, on your way out of the hotel, um, the man at the front counter um, uh, wave, waves uh, you down and says, "Oh, there's 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 complimentary breakfast if, if you're if you're so inclined." Um, uh, uh, but- I'll grab breakfast before I head out. I think. 
Sure, sure. Yeah. You, um, he kind of motions you back to a back room and there's a full spread, but there's only like one table. You can notice that, um, it, it was just for, for you guys. And it is a selection of teas and coffee, uh, various breads, pastries, um, some various like, uh, breakfast meats, eggs, sliced fruits, um, anything you can imagine really, but uh, small portions of each, but just a, a full spread, um, that you're welcome to partake of. I just fill my stomach with various bits and bobs. Sure, sure. And uh, whenever you leave uh, Zimbax on Gabo, uh, he motions you down as well. After you get down, um, you're in the square right now, Thorbo. I say you went ahead and the others will catch up to you. Um, I will describe what the buildings you see in the town square. You see a crudely constructed wooden building with a sign that reads Bodacious Botanicals. A sturdy stone structure with a variety of general wares in the window display. An old leaning building that just says oddities in a faded yellow paint above the door. A tall but narrow building with an always open sign hung in one window and a bibliophile's welcome in the other. And a posh looking jewelry store with a man in a finely crafted leather armor suit uh, and a hilted short sword hilted short sword standing alertly outside alright uh, first off I'm going to head into oddities oddities I agree yeah. uh, are, you, are you there with him as well Gabo at this point well I have to walk a bit slower obviously I'm in character right. now yeah, yeah I'm not waiting I have to for sort, you I have to hobble <laughs> along a bit oh oh you know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Thorbo makes his way in, and then eventually Gabo makes his way in about three or four minutes later. Um, the door creaks, and uh, yeah, the whole the whole structure um, is kind of just tilted, and it gives you just like a little bit of vertigo when you walk in. There's shelves lined with everything. Um, you see a jar of teeth. Um, you see a bunch of bottles of strange liquids, some taxidermied animals, a bunch of old dusty books. I mean, just, just everything. Um, and, and there is, um, a young gaunt looking man, uh, with jet black bowl cut, uh, probably half elven, uh, pale skin and, uh, sunken cheekbones. And, uh, he says, yes, welcome. How oh, may I help you? Hi, do you do identifying here? Uh, yes, we do. Right, how much do you generally charge for that? It is ten gold per item. Cool, uh, I've got this iron rod with an amethyst tippet. Uh, you want to have a look at that? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, yes. He stares at it for quite a long time without blinking. Um, he's holding it firmly and his hands glow a little bit. And then um, he maintains eye contact with the item and says, Ah, yes. An immovable rod. If you click the gem at the end, the rod becomes fixed in place and ignores the laws of physics and gravity. And becomes more or less immovable. Somewhat common, but very useful, perhaps. That'll be cool. ten gold, please. Yeah, I hand it over, no problem. And I say, I 
Is there a refund if it's not magical? Uh, I assure you, it is magical. No, not that. I mean, something else. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Okay, um, well, I hand the, over the stopwatch and say, have a look I'm at this. I'm still talking. I don't care, you're too slow. I'm not going to deal with it. The gold so covers partially the materials required to cast such spell. Okay, so if cool. I cast the spell, I still need compensation. God, like Zootopia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hand over the stopwatch for the third time. Ah, uh, yes. A stopwatch. <laughs> cool. This is rather nice. I take it back and leave. I pay him though. I uh, do pay him. <laughs> we cast a spell, and um, as his hands are glowing, and you jerk it out of his hands, he's like, "No, please wait, no. I'm sorry. This is normal. Watch." Yep, I leave. I leave. The- <laughs> As Gabo's coming in, just <laughs> yeah. to get there, I leave. The door hits him a little J- bit. Chummy, chummy. <laughs> Who? He's. Keep in mind, he's not in disguise. <laughs> I am though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know who that is. I just keep walking. Right. Fair enough. Ah, uh, yes. How may I help you? Ah. Uh... Uh, how much for those, uh, Any those teeth? Day now. How much for those teeth? <laughs> I need a new pair. Ah, uh, yes. A fine collection of goblin baby teeth. That would be... Seven copper. He picks it up and rattles it a little bit. Mm, yeah, yeah. Good for grinding. And Go on, I'll, I'll have those. I'll have those, sweetheart. Yeah, that'll do. Very good. How else may I help you? That's all for now. Take your time. Look around. Now I'm going now. Okay, I'll be here. We close at sundown. Alright then. Have a nice day. I will, thank you. Thank you. He's heading on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, is it Maxwell anywhere you would like to go? Um, not really. Gabo? Okay. Torbo? Yeah, I'm gonna head to, uh, that biblio store the bookstore uh sure sure come back here jummy <laughs> don't know who jummy is <laughs> um yeah you you head in there's it's a finely crafted set of double doors with with brass fixtures and you they swing open he's like ah oh, yes yes welcome Welcome to my store. You must be a, a fan of literature yourself. Yes. Nope. I uh, found this book. <sighs> Is what do you think of it? I give him the Alvin Cook book. 
Why? Like, oh, um, I, is it anything? I don't know what. This I is. think it's worth reading, as every book is. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, he he puts on uh, a set of glasses. Uh, he's kind of a squat halfling gentleman, balding, um, probably in his uh, halfling equivalent of late fifties, early sixties. Um, looks at it. He's like, Ah, oh, yeah, yes. This looks uh, pre pre war. Uh, Elven cookbook, fine, fine recipes here. It's actually, uh, it's actually engraved at the front. Uh, says, uh, Sylvestri. Sylvestri, yes! Wow, yes! Where did you, where did you get this? I don't know, some cave thing, mausoleum. A cave? Well, that, this is, belongs to the High Royal Family from before the war, the, the Sylvestri. They're the the high elves of the um, of the Forgotten Kingdom up uh, down southwest uh, on the wall, you know the big wall. Yes, um, very valuable. Uh, Do you buy to it? the right individual. Um, not too many people are looking for fine elven cuisine these days. They're barely making ends meet. Um, I could offer you a mere two gold for it. Um, nope. Honestly, that's undervalued, but uh-huh. I wouldn't be able to sell it for much more than that, so... Alright. You got anything Ew. useful that I could just, like, read and, like, get extra powers? Well... <laughs> <laughs> well what are books book doing D&D? Useful. I don't know. <laughs> every book is useful if you set your mind to it. Each one's an adventure and a gallery of, of experience you can uncover. Uh, so, yes. I leave. Wow. What a bunch of rude assholes, huh? Just leave Jummy! without... Who's <laughs> <laughs> Stop following me, what? <laughs> I'm just trading behind it he goes. Oh. Alright, uh, I know some Baxel's good. Uh, Gabo, do you have anywhere else you'd like to go? <laughs> yeah, um... So Besides was... following Jummy around. <laughs> the only thing I'll do, I'm, I'm gonna go out on the street and I'll play a little of my dulcimer. Yeah, sure. Do you put out, like, a tip jar or anything? Hmm... Yeah. You just kind of sure. unwinding. Yeah, you do? Okay. Sure, why not? Sure. Uh, yeah, a couple and, people walk and by. And I'm going to have, like, uh, a bunch of my flyers. Sure, sure. Um, I'll say you even have, um, like, a very lightweight, collapsible easel mm. with, like, a artistic rendition of, like, you playing a dulcimer on it and says Zimbaxel with a magnificent life. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, give me a performance check. Or am I suicide? Eleven. <laughs> Eleven? At least average. You're, you're maybe slightly above average. Um, you're, you're kind of maybe thrown off a little bit by, you know, the idea of you starting this new employment. You're being somewhere you probably haven't been before. Um, but it's not bad by any means. Uh, a couple people come by. Um, how long do you perform for? Uh, I'd say about 30 minutes. About 30 minutes? Sure. Yeah, you're able to um, uh, collect, I'll say, five silver and seven copper in the time while you're out there. Just people kind of walking by. Um, a couple people nod at you, and, and maybe a couple of them stop for a couple minutes, you know, kind of just appreciate the music. Um, yeah, it's generally well-received. Um, cool. Anybody else have anything they like to do? 
No, I would like to try. Really. I think I might. I'd like to try and talk maybe to someone. Um, you get to talk to somebody. I, I I'm a lonely old lady. <laughs> no. Uh, maybe I, I. Maybe if anyone knows anything about this vessel, or I don't know, just some about local the ship knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so um, on the other side of the market, the the marketplace itself, the square, is actually rather close to the docks because they try to get a lot of travelers come through and a lot of foot traffic to hopefully go inside the businesses. Um, so you see the docks, you see a lot of workers. Um, I'll say that the commander actually told you the specific dock in the vessel that um, you're boarding. Um, and you're, you're actually able to see it there, and there is a robust half-orc, um, probably female, although kind of, um, gender ambiguous, kind of a masculine-looking individual with short-cut hair, um, kind of, um, standing there looking at, like, a, a clipboard, um, uh, with the dock itself kind of guarded off from the general public currently. So if okay. you want to approach her, or if you can look for other people. No, 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 she sounds great. She sounds great. Uh, hello, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Is this... Uh, I, I, I hand over my ticket, I've got. Yeah, um, so the name of the vessel is Lady Luck. Oh, I like it. Um, and uh, your documents, you hold up your documents. Uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, my eyesight's not like it used to be. Is this is this the right one? Uh, yeah, come come over here, come over here. Uh, she motions uh, you that way. I imagine you shuffle very slowly uh, towards her. She oh. grows a little impatient, but eventually you arrive and she looks over your documents. Um, she squints at them. Um, she says, uh, "Yes, yes, this is uh, this is Lady Luck boarding in about thirty minutes or so. Um, looks like you're here for a round trip. Uh, oh, uh, up in one of the cabins here." Yeah, that's right, yeah. Very good, very good. Um, we'll begin advance boarding in about 20 minutes for those on the upper level. Um, you're, you're welcome to come by then. It does say here that you have a couple of fellow passengers join you. Oh, I do. My my sweet old grandson, Jummy. I, somewhere back there, I, I don't know, I always lose him. And Marcus, you lose your grandson? Yeah, you know what they're like, running around all the time. Oh, to be young again. Do you, do you have anyone helping you or anything? Yes. You and... I, no, I have my Marcus with me. Oh, what I do about him. Marcus, so that's right. No, no. Oh, I'm a widow. I'm a widow, oh, actually. I'm sorry to hear that. Yes, well, um, you, Marcus, <laughs> Oh, and... just even thinking about him. Oh. Okay, well, um... It'll be okay. I'm I sorry miss him every that. day. How how recent? About twenty years ago it was. Oh, but feels like yesterday. Yes, yes. I'm I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, Thank you. Yes, we'll be boarding. Um, like I said, advance boarding in about twenty minutes. If you'd like to return here, if you're able to locate your your grandson and uh, Marcus, you said um, no weapons aboard the ship. Uh, be sure they have their paperwork uh, as as well. And uh, I'll I'll see you then. Uh, my name's Mackie Janes, by the way. I'm the chief chief of security aboard the Lady Luck, and I'll be checking in uh, everyone as they aboard. Uh, actually, I was I was I was just going to ask about that very quickly. Sure. Um, 
security is it is it very good on on this ship i do get very worried you do hear very some good. some horrible stuff on you know attacks yes. and robberies and is it is it is it top notch is there going to be lots of guards everywhere and absolutely um uh there is more guards more on the general access the the coach level uh because that's where you get a lot more of your your uh uh, ruffian, so to speak. Um, mm, however, I know, I know the types. Yes, absolutely. I imagine you would. Um, uh, on the 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 level you're on, I, I assure you, there are guards as well. There is one standing uh, watch at the deck, and as well, there's um one in the the stairwell leading up to and down from uh, the the uh, the level you're on to ensure no body who doesn't have the appropriate uh, ticket and documentation is able to to get aboard your your level all um, right well that's good to know that's that's lovely yes yes uh, anything else i can i can help you with so just so we no one will come up or down from where we are uh no no nope shouldn't be i see to that myself i i personally do patrols although i am a lot of times um in uh, the employee areas of the vessel to ensure that everything's running in tip-top shape. Security is a very, uh, very high priority, as you can imagine. Um, so I oversee all the production, so I am on patrol myself. Uh, but besides that, um, no one really should be going up and down, no. Okay, well, that's that's very good to know. Thank you very much. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Oh, it's going to be just like my honeymoon. Oh, oh fantastic! It I'm was a wonderful here. time with my husband. I'm sure it was. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Oh, oh okay. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <I'm very busy. laughs> All right. Um. Sure. Yeah. Uh. Good. Is uh everyone ready? I Thorbo. I imagine you're yeah, changing weather change, soon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, where do you behind, change? Like a, behind a tree. Behind a tree? Give me a stealth check for behind a tree. But like behind a big tree. Um, behind a big tree. Well, describe. Shit. <laughs> Christ. Um, uh, it's a tree. Well, end. my stealth is three, so you're, five. You. <laughs> you're five. I'll say you were smart enough to stand away from security and the docks and things. Yes. However, ser- several pedestrians do notice you changing changing into a set of children's clothing and putting on large shoes. <laughs> if, if that's a concern to you. Nah. Okay. That's a weirdo. Jummy, you little idiot. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, uh, Gabo Thorbo, you meet up. Uh, do you change, I assume, as well? There's Mbexel. Yeah. Okay. Um, where are you changing? Ah, uh, room. Uh, you've checked out. I have not go checked out. Room. Yeah. Uh, I, I, well, as you would have left, the uh, the person at the counter would have would have uh, um, asked you. You know, I leave him I no tip. If you were leaving, <laughs> you, <laughs> wow. you what? You leave him no tip. Um, I can say, um, you go back and you can claim that maybe you forgot something in the room or something. If you want to do a persuasion check to the person at the counter. Mm, I'll, I'll persuade him that I still, it's still my room. Okay, sure. Give me a persuasion check, uh, with advantage because, um, he, uh, he's very good friends with Ivy. So, uh, uh, he would be more lenient on you. 
Uh, roll once more for me. Okay. Now what's your modifier? Plus four. Plus four or twenty, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yes, of course. Go, go ahead. Absolutely. Take all the time you need. And you're able to go back there and, and change. Yes, um, that was worth it. Uh, give me... Uh, give me... So, do you mind being seen by him as you walk down, not as Zimbaxel? Uh, I would prefer not to. Okay, give me a stealth check if you like. Stealth? 14. Or stealth or deception. Could be deception. Uh, 15. Whichever for you. 15? Yeah. Yeah, he, he... he, You don't catch his eye. He, he's kind of keeping an eye out for Zimbax. So you're just kind of just an average-looking guy. An average-looking attire. And you kind of do that thing where you hold up your hand to your face. And he doesn't... He doesn't pay you any attention. So, um, yeah, I'll say the three of you meet up. Um, say five minutes before advanced boarding. And that about does it for today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. Uh, you can find us on YouTube as well as everywhere else you find podcasts. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, etc., etc. On YouTube, we are dnd.laserknights.com. Laser Knights is always uh, also a Let's Play channel Sam and I do. Um, uh, over on Twitter, at DungeonautsPod. You can find all of our information there. Uh, personal Twitters, uh, everywhere we're at, social media, things like that. And that's it. Keep it short and sweet this week. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.